This is the MDRT Podcast. You might be struggling with the isolation of being quarantined, or not having any in-person appointments, or feeling powerless with family or clients. During a recent Zoom call, MDRT members David Appel in Newton, Massachusetts. Julianne Hertel from Worcester, Massachusetts. Dick Dobson from Cedar Falls, Iowa. Shared what has been challenging for them and what they have done to counteract those difficulties. The hardest thing for me is I'm like a social person. <laughs> I like meeting friends for like cocktails. We have a bunch of craft breweries here outside of Boston. I love meeting people there. So for me, I'm not a big isolation person. My fiance is a little bit more, so she's like more happier than I am in regards to just not being able to get out there. Like later this afternoon, it's a beautiful sunny day here in Boston. My friend has a nice big fire pit. We're going to do like a six foot away social distancing, like a few, three guys just go have some beers and talk <laughs> about all this stuff. For me, the hardest thing is just, I had four speaking events canceled. I had all these things where this is where I thrive was with people and in groups. So for me, it's just like, how do I do this one-on-one and focus that way? So that's kind of where I'm at with it. That's my biggest struggle right now. And obviously staying healthy because my immune system's compromised based on the drug that I'm on right now. So I'm trying to be very careful myself too as to what I'm doing and where I'm going. And like my fiance and I decided a week ago that, you know, there's no more supermarket even. Like we're just, everything is getting delivered. Like I'm not even going. It was the last time I went to the supermarket. I thought there was people like hacking and coughing up and down the aisles. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So. One of the things on a personal level that I'm struggling with is this feeling of like being powerless. And one of my best friends who lives in Boston has coronavirus and I can't do anything. There's nothing I can do. I can't go and see her. I can't go and go and take her dog out or anything like that. I can't do anything. Having my parents that are in their 70s and being 200 miles away, part of me is like, oh my gosh, I'm going to just bring them up here and it'll be better. We have great hospitals here. They're in New York City, so the hospitals here won't be overloaded. But then at the same time, isn't that necessarily the right thing to do? So you know, when I talk to them every night, I'm like listening to see if they have to clear their throat or anything. As soon as that happens, I'm going down to pick them up. <laughs> But I think there is a sense of powerlessness in terms of the business and with the clients. I think one of the challenges for me is that it's gotten a little bit easier as the weeks have gone on since the market's been declining, is that those conversations in the early days of the decline a couple of weeks ago, there was a lot of conversations and I internalized a lot of the client's emotions. So I remember one day at like six o'clock, I closed my laptop and I literally was ready for bed. I just was exhausted from the whole thing. And so that's one of the challenges is to be able to not necessarily internalize the emotions and the fear. And then at the same time, if we're working from home, be able to close the computer and move on and move on to something else. One thing that I have done just because this feeling of being helpless and not being able to help the people that I love is similar to what David had said a few minutes ago, is that there's still opportunities. So I decided of the hours in the day that I'm awake, so let's say 16 or 18 hours of the day that I'm awake, I don't have plans like I did before. I don't have obligations in the evening to do or anything like that. So I started volunteering Meals on Wheels because I can carve out 10 a.m. to 1 p.m most days of the week while we're in this crisis. So at least to me, it feels like I'm going and doing something. I'm not just sitting around doing nothing. If I can do it, yeah, I can do something. So I'm doing something. Wow. That's altruistic. I painted my bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the biggest struggles for me from a business standpoint is the calendar because we're so focused on 
two weeks from now, next week, two weeks, three weeks, one month, what the presentation I'm going to do over here, I need to see these clients over, can't go do that now. And nor will they make the appointment to meet in May. Well, maybe it's not over in May. To me, we live in the future as advisors and business people. We try to keep our calendar, and I think we all kind of live by our calendar. That is kind of off the boards right now. So to me, it's a little scary because I don't have a bunch of appointments in April already. (laughs) And I'm not going to go see these people over here. Now we have to shift our thinking, pivot. Pivot is the word we use in the PDC meeting this morning. Pivot is what we all have to do. Pivot is what our clients are doing. And hopefully this virus will pivot on and get out of here. If you have someone who's really nervous about the market, today's close is the equivalent of September 2017. Okay. So if your client, and this is this is what I would ask him. If in 2017, someone came to you and said, sometime in the future, I can't tell you when, but it's in the next three years, within the next three years, the market's going to go down by 8,000 points. Would you like to get out now and go to a CD? Oh, okay. Well, let's do that. Okay. CDs are paying what? 1%. So that 100,000 taken out in September of 27 is exactly the same market value they'd have today, but they would have earned what? 1% interest in the bank, right? On 100,000, what's that going to be? $2,500. So they're only down $2,500 in opportunity cost. If we took them back to the last time the market was at this, this Dow I was looking at. And in fact, we made a big market shift on February the 27th. Dow was 25,766. I unloaded some equities. Well, whether that's a good thing or not depends on where it goes from here. Because now I saved 3,700 points on the Dow with the money I moved out on February 27th. But getting back in is the trick. If we have a V-shaped recovery like we did in 1918, it's going to be recovered and people are going to turn around saying, well, wait a minute, people are dying and the market's going crazy. $2 trillion will do that, right? And so there's an old axiom in the market, never fight the Fed. And so if the Fed wants something, you don't invest counter to that because the Fed's going to end up winning. So right now the, the, the Fed and our government is saying, we're putting a $2,000 long bet on this economy or $2 trillion long bet on the economy. And I think most people are going to look at that and say, I'm in for that action. I'll take that. Because if they're focused long-term, now's the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Focus on the staircase, not the yo-yo. What are you doing to counteract the concern about not having appointments? Well, I think it's a good time to kind of take the foot off the gas from an appointment standpoint. We're not going to get those and make that comfort call, comfort call the client just to reach out and say, hey, I'm here. Yeah, nothing to do. But I'm reviewing your file. And when the smoke clears from all this, let's get together. And so you're not only giving that reassuring call now, but you're going to bank that appointment. Just so I know, how does your May look or how does your June look? If we're not going to the annual meeting, let's have appointments all week that week. Mm -hmm. and put a plug in for the foundation, be sure to make a donation to them. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I think that's a good opportunity. Substitute activity. There's no substitute for staying active, keeping your mind off of the issue, but it also gives you a lot of purpose to what you're doing every day. 
and I know the clients will appreciate hearing from you. That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. Mm-hmm.